Hello, Jet Setters, and welcome to the Jet Set Life podcast. I'm your hostess, Brittany Ryan, child-free travel content creator and blogger. I'm a curator of authentic and cultural travel experiences, and I want to help you be the same. Create a Jet Set Life full of adventure and learn how to live life to the fullest with me as your travel guide. Tune in each week for solo episodes and conversations with travel leaders all about child-free travel, adults-only getaways, travel guides, itineraries, and more. I am all about sharing actionable, detailed tips and tricks for creating the jet-set life of your dreams, so get ready to learn. Are you ready for takeoff? Let's jump into today's episode. Hello, beautiful jet setters. How are you doing this week? This week, I want to talk about New Orleans, Nolens, baby. And I specifically want to talk about the food, where to eat in New Orleans. So let's just jump right in because I'm hungry. (laughs) New Orleans is a foodie's paradise. There are so many amazing places to eat that you could literally plan your entire trip around the food. With New Orleans food, you're likely to get a lot of Cajun and Creole flavors as well as soul food influence. Louisiana history has much to do with the flavor profiles of the local cuisine. Louisiana used to be a colony of France and Spain. The descendants of those European settlers integrated their home country flavors into their cooking. Though not necessarily spicy, many of New Orleans dishes use a wide variety of seasonings. Then there's also the soul food influence, and this originated um, from the African-American descendants of slaves that were in historic New Orleans. These foods often consisted of cornbread, fried catfish, and collard greens with pork. Louisiana's geography also has a part to play in their cuisine. Because the Mississippi River flows through Louisiana into the Gulf of Mexico, fresh and saltwater fish and shellfish are often on the menu. A visit to New Orleans is not complete without trying shrimp, crawfish, oysters, or crab. (laughs) Now, in this roundup, I'm going to touch on every meal so that you have a good idea of where to eat in New Orleans during your next trip. And we'll start with coffee. First, we have Spitfire Coffee. It's mid-range price. It was one of New Orleans' first coffee specialty shops. And this little nook of a coffee shop in the French Quarter opened in 2013, and it features espresso, cold brew, and V60 pour-overs. Though it's not an ideal spot for posting up and working, they're currently operating a walk-up window only. It's still a great local spot uh, to try if you're a coffee lover. If you're feeling adventurous, try the Las Tres Flores. It's a latte with lavender milk, orange blossom syrup, and rose petals. Or the Hellfire Mocha with habanero bitters. Another great coffee spot is French Truck Coffee. Recognized by its signature canary yellow color, French Truck Coffee is known for their small batch fresh roasted coffee. Primarily based in New Orleans, French Truck Coffee has six different locations. Starting in 2012, this coffee shop offers macchiatos, lattes, iced coffee, tea, and more. This spot actually delivers their coffee too, so if you order online, you may just spot the actual French truck coffee truck. (laughs) 
in the signature yellow color. Moving on to breakfast, we've got Ruby Slipper Cafe. Ruby Slipper Cafe offers all-day brunch using fresh and locally sourced ingredients whenever possible. The first location opened in 2008 in Mid-City, and now there are eight locations in New Orleans. It's a local favorite and has been voted first place in the Best Brunch Spot category by Where Yat readers several times. At Ruby Slipper Cafe, you can expect monthly brunch specials, seasonal cocktails, and New Orleans classics with local flair. For example, Shrimp Boogaloo Benedict and the Grilled Fish St. Peter. You may consider reservations for this spot because mornings can be busy, but that's up to you. Next, we have the Court of Two Sisters. And this is great if you want a jazzy brunch in a picturesque courtyard. The Court of Two Sisters has this canopy of blooming wisteria, and it's just beautiful. Every day, the Court of Two Sisters hosts a live jazz brunch buffet from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Price starts at $33 for adults, and reservations are recommended. Uh, Brunch buffet options include dishes like classic Eggs Benedict, gumbo, veal grillades, and gravy. Moving on to lunch, we have Napoleon House. Napoleon House is a 200-year-old landmark in New Orleans with European charm. The age of the home can be sensed as evidenced by the deeply uh, patinaed walls, the uneven floors, and the weathered paintings. Originally known as the Mayor Girard House, or Nicholas Girard House, I I hope I said that right, Um, this once historic home is now serving classic New Orleans-style cuisine. This spot claims to have the best muffalettas in town, as well as signature Pimm's Cups, which I personally adore. And we can't have a roundup of New Orleans places to eat without mentioning Commander's Palace. Commander's Palace is arguably one of the best restaurants in New Orleans, at least one of the most popular. Located in the Garden District, this 1893 landmark is known for its haute creole cuisine. Though you can eat here for dinner, I recommend taking advantage of their famous 25-cent martinis offered at lunch, and there's a cap of three of those. Menu staples include pecan-crusted fish, turtle soup, shrimp po'boy, gumbo, and smoked boudin stuffed quail. Be sure to make reservations and try to book lunch as early as possible because this place is super popular with locals and tourists alike. Save room for the Creole bread pudding souffle, which needs to be ordered 20 minutes in advance. All right, moving on to happy hour. We have Bar Mary Lou. Bar Mary Lou is tucked inside of Maison de la Lutz, a private boutique luxury hotel with southern hospitality and amenities in the warehouse district. Bar Mary Lou is a secretive cocktail bar defined by deep red bookshelves and tiger print and velvet upholstery. If you're a hotel guest, you have access to a smaller parlor within the swanky library and you can open it by opening the secret bookcase, which I think is just so fun. It's a stylish and sophisticated spot, and Bar Mary Lou is actually the only bar in the United States designed by Paris-based hospitality creatives, uh, Quixotic Projects. I think that's how you pronounce that. 
Reservations are strongly recommended for this spot. And also, I had to include some sort of oyster happy hour type of place. There's quite a few. But uh, I recommend Coterie Restaurant and Oyster Bar. I love raw oysters, so it I needed to include it. And um, this place might not actually be the cheapest oyster deal in New Orleans. However, I think you'll still be really pleased with the freshness of the oysters here. And I don't know about you, but... Personally, I'm okay with paying a little bit more if the oysters are really high quality. This spot is a casual sports bar type of place, and it's located inside La Galerie French Quarter Hotel. Happy hour is from 3 to 6 on weekdays. During happy hour, raw oysters are half price at the bar, and drink specials include $5 Bloody Marys and Hurricanes, $3.50 martinis and $3 draft specials, as well as $3 house red and white wine by the glass. For dinner, I've got Redfish Grill on the menu. It is conveniently located and can accommodate larger groups. It may be considered more touristy due to its location on Bourbon Street, but I personally found the seafood to be very appetizing. If you're sick of seafood, that's okay. Um, I would recommend instead to check out Cochon. It's a Cajun restaurant that specializes in pork dishes. But back to Redfish Grill. At Redfish, you can expect warm bread and butter served at the table before ordering. I tried the shrimp Bienville, which was shrimp stuffed with mushrooms, Parmesan, butter, herb, breadcrumbs. It was amazing. And then I also tried the double chocolate bread pudding, and it was divine. You can enjoy live music uh, on the piano here um, on Saturday and Sunday during brunch. And for their brunch, they have bottomless cocktails for $25 served until 2 p.m. Another spot that I'm, I struggle with recommending, but I'm going to include it, it's called Herb Saint. And I was really tempted to leave this off of the roundup list because when I visited, uh, I found our waiter to be extremely rude um, and just very unaccommodating and made comments like we booked it too late. And I'm like, well, we were able to, I mean, if, if it's too late for you, like change your reservation times. I don't know what to tell you. So I, I was really disappointed because it is an expensive restaurant and, um, you expect better waiter service, but here's the deal. The food here is good. So I didn't want to completely write off the restaurant just because I happen to have a pretentious waiter. Um, I would like to think that my experience would have been top notch if it had not been for that, but who knows? But, um, yeah, so take that with a grain of salt. And, um, I, I, I don't remember the waiter's name, but I wouldn't put them on blast anyway. Um, Classics here include the dark roux gumbo and the duck confit with dirty rice and citrus gastrique. So again, um, I, I wanted to like this place more than I did, but the food is very good. All right, moving on to dessert. We pretty much have to do the Battle of the Beignets, right? I mean, beignets were brought to Louisiana by the Acadians They were fried fritters, sometimes filled with fruit, and today the beignet is a square piece of dough fried and covered with powdered sugar. 
And there's really like two main places um, that you can get them from. The first of which is Cafe Beignet. Cafe Beignet is a beignet shop that was first founded in 1990 on Royal Street. Today, there are several locations to choose from. And if you'd like to try more than just a beignet for breakfast or dessert, this spot has more breakfast options on the menu uh, than Cafe Du Monde, which I'll talk about in a second. The three beignets are slightly higher in price compared to Cafe Du Monde. However, they are a bit larger in size. And then the other is, of course, Cafe Du Monde, which is probably the most popular, most well-known because it was an an original French market coffee stand that dates back to 1862. So needless to say, Café du Monde is a Louisiana staple. They're known for their chicory coffee and beignets, and um, you can't make reservations at Café du Monde, so you might expect to stand in line for longer uh, to be seated. Um, And note that the menu here literally only consists of beignets and beverages. So... I don't know which of those two you would recommend. Um, personally, like I think I like the flavor of the Cafe Du Monde beignets better. However, if you don't want to like wait in line and be, and if you want anything other than beignets, then you might want to go to Cafe Beignet instead. So that's my two cents on that. But that's what I've got. Are you ready to try some some New Orleans meals? What would you add to this list of where to eat in New Orleans? I'd love to know. You can let me know on the podcast notes or the or the comments, or you can jump over to my blog at jetsettingblonde.com and comment there. And you can always message me on TikTok or Instagram at thejetsetblonde. So with that, now I'm really hungry. I hope you are too. <laughs> Let's go get something to eat, and I'll talk to you next week. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to dive even deeper into creating your jet set life, start with upgrading your travel bucket list. You can download my free resource on the top 50 destinations for child-free travel by visiting jetsettingblonde.com forward slash start dash here. Because the first step to creating your jet set life starts with upgrading your travel goals. And if something in today's episode really resonated with you, please screenshot and tag me at The Jet Set Blonde on Instagram or Facebook. I want to know what your biggest takeaway was. I really want to hear from you, and it means so much to me when I can see your screenshots of you listening to the podcast or reading my posts online. Every screenshot and review means the world to me. I read every single one. And I really appreciate your support in listening to this episode and supporting me on this adventure. I look forward to bringing you more awesome and genuinely helpful content that will help you create the jet set life of your dreams. 